if you learn how to control it, the entrepreneurial brain becomes the most powerful tool in your arsenal. In this podcast, I will dive deep into the psychology and biology behind it to help you understand yourself and ultimately become your best, most authentic self. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurial Brain Podcast. Today I'm here with Joycelyn Weber, who has experience with Tai Chi, Kung Fu. I'm super excited to go into the breath, movement, the body-mind connection and much more. So Joycelyn, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to, uh, to share my experience and, and how that professional experience in my life helped me now to um, help others, which is one of the probably one of the best things I've ever, ever done in my life. Great. Yeah, excited for it. Yeah, let's start by could you please introduce, tell people a little bit about your experience there and what it is? Yeah. So uh, basically, I'm a 36 years old French guy, half French, half German, so we can relate to uh, same story as you. But um, uh, yeah, so um, I've been doing martial arts since 12 years old and um, uh, continue and I overcome myself anxiety and chronic stress uh, by going to a club that's how we started so basically I started to suffer with claustrophobia and agoraphobia when I was a kid like a very early age and I realized like going to um, martial arts class by the advice from my father said just go there and maybe it will help you to you know to see something to to see the world differently and obviously eventually overcome those pain and, and, and fears. And that's what happened. So I really much related when I was a kid that martial arts club, Kung Fu club, equal no pain and no fear and therefore no agoraphobia and claustrophobia. And this is how I overcome it by literally reconnected my uh, body and my mind. Um, mm. And that's the core of my job uh, today is talking about the electric signal. But um, yeah, I've been doing that for a very long time. I'm teaching, I don't know, 200 plus people uh, along the way for the last 10 years individually. Uh, initially, I'm, I'm, I'm more into uh, the financial background. So uh, you, you never know. But now I'm, I'm living through my passion online and I'm mainly helping uh, women. Um, the market pretty much came, came to me naturally, which is more like women 55, 55 plus. That sort of lost the uh, connection uh, between the brain, <clears throat> between their brain and their body or back and forth. Yeah, I can losing the connection. I can relate so much because as a teenager, like I was doing some exercise in the gym, but I didn't really have like a real embodiment. Uh, so it's really, and that's something I've been working on a lot over the last month and years and seeing like how much of the improvement. I mean, there are these concepts like embodied cognition that basically your entire nervous system has processed these thoughts. It just makes sense if you are able to integrate like your mind and your body uh, that there are tremendous yeah. benefits coming up. So I'd like to hear a little That's bit exactly about it the practice itself. Like where did you start at? What kind of? So I I, um, I started, once again, I started as um, in, a, in a regular club in Paris, where in my city. Um, and um, and then I was getting, starting to go a lot into that club just because once again, I related the going to Kung Fu was not having symptoms. And the more I was going, the more I get higher level. And one day when I was uh, 19, my father told me, look, there's this uh, a monk, uh, we're talking about back in 2004, uh, this Shaolin monk in Paris that is doing a seminar in Europe, which was not super famous back at that time. For, for the audience that you have, you have to remember it was, we're talking about Nokia 30 to 10, mm. no, barely. Yeah, we're talking about no WhatsApp, no Facebook, no, no Instagram. So it was, so I, I met that, that master and, and eventually I went to China for years for a training, uh, eight hours a day, six out of seven, crying every day, very rough time. 
but the best time ever because I created, as you mentioned, I created different electronic frequencies on my body and on my brain. And this is very much why now I'm trying to help people to integrate basically is like sometimes your brain, your mind send a signal because of a fear, because of, of a, a panic attack. It could be anything. It could be a body shaming or negativity. Send signal, electric signal to your body. And therefore your body send back by, uh, let's say, um, overthinking that's, that, 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 that electric signal and therefore creating a stronger symptom. Same as the guy which is in a plane, his fear of flying is going to have negative salt that will impact his body. His body will respond with a different electronic signal to the brain, making him shaking, sweaty, and everything you know about uh, a fear of flying. So it's back and forth that they, they tend to lose over the time. So yeah, that's what I learned so far by doing Qigong, all the breast work is to reconnect for myself with my fear uh, that I've been through for nearly 10 years is to uh, reconnect myself, symptoms, mind, back and forth. And what are some like practices that you still do on a regular basis or that you let you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mind? I'm still, uh, I'm still, uh, oh, I didn't practice for like a year, but I'm still, I'm still able mm. to do some, some flips and stuff. But definitely mm. what I'm enjoying the most nowadays is to keep practicing Uh, qigong and, and posture so basically the qigong that i practice is the one that i've learned in Shaolin temple so it has nothing to do with the one when you type qigong on youtube or tai chi tai chi is different but qigong and breastwork where they're basically doing movement what looks nice but the, the lack of foundation about why they're doing that movement why mm. the energy is flowing the intensity qigong is a very it's a very difficult work uh, especially combined with modern breastwork Uh, it's a difficult work because it's such an intense movement that you, you, you're supposed to sweat within 20 minutes if you practice well. And a lot of people thinking Qigong equal elderly people, like old people in China in parks. It is because it's good for posture, it's good for everything. But once you implement into your routine uh, breastwork and, and, and mindsets and intent, you definitely have um, a complete mind shifting. And it brings energy, the flow, the energy flow. Qigong is nothing that the work, gong with the qi, the work of the energy. Mm. So it's a 5,000 years uh, old martial arts. Uh, it's not a martial arts technically, but a medicine, let's say medicine martial arts. But what they learned 5,000 years ago is the qi is nothing more than the uh, energy going through um, the fascia. The theme of thinking about the flow of energy in the body is something looking back, whatever, five or 10 years ago was like, oh, all these like Eastern, it sounds weird and strange, like from an engineering background, like energy, that's really something. Absolutely. Tangible. But once you understand more and more the connection between the body and the brain and the mind and things like how stress affects your gut, for example, and you get that, that crumping, Absolutely. that slowing down and really starts there. So we're late. You, I agree with you. We are late. We're super late. The guts is the brain of the body. There's nothing to do with the brain. The guts, your intestine, Are, the, uh, are basically the brain, the, the real brain of your body. They dictate where, whether you're going to be healthy or not. And we tend to lose that. We tend to put on a side fascia. Like I remember a fascia therapist 20 years ago, they were criti criticized and being sort of, you know, like, like on the side, like, what are you doing? What is this? It's muscle or bones density. And now there's a tons of NBA player, NHL player doing fascia, fascia treatment because they realize that this tiny skin, layer skin, white transparent that you have on a chicken is basically where the energy is flowing mm. between the muscle and 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 the movement so we're just late that's all we, we're just late
nothing more. Crazy to see like how much wisdom they already were and how, how long and slow the process of integrating that into like our scientific lens that we have in the Western world, which is so pronounced True. that we always take things out of context and the new like, which we don't understand, especially everything that's connected with spirituality and whatever, it's ah, neglected. We, for we, a short absolutely. We, we, we're losing something. You, you People, especially nowadays on the Western culture, they're losing the fact that there's no program that fits all. You can't give a diet that you read in a magazine because you've seen that guy super shred and, 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 and eight packs and stuff, or this woman super sexy and tone. It may not work for a person that works at night or a person that works behind a computer eight hours a day or a person that have a panic attack, anxiety or stress. It will work differently because there's too many uh, um, uh, things that get into the game. So there's no program that fits all. And nowadays people, they tend to see something that work. They tend to see 80,000 or 100,000 followers on Instagram equal legitimacy, equal it works. And therefore they're buying the program thinking it works. And obviously it works for a short period of time but they come back by doing the yo-yo effect, both in the body and mental health too. So uh, it's very key here is you, you, people need to stop thinking there is one magic formula, one pills. There's no pills. Otherwise, everyone would be healthy and everyone would be mentally and physically healthy. Yeah. I mean, remember people that 25 years ago, it was great to hit milk, to drink milk. It was super healthy. In France, 50 years ago, it was healthy to have a beer or two. Uh, in Germany, it was healthy to you can you could have smoke and cigarette between interviews mm, on TV. Yeah. It was 55 years ago, which is basically yesterday if you put it back to history. So it's it's all about the mindset, and as you said, you mentioned it's very true. We we're just late, and once we very ape, one plus one equal two, and the the Oriental way of way of thing, things is a bit different. They more believe into energy. They believe into a, a, a proper posture, equal proper energy. Sometimes people have pain, especially on, on those region, on the trapezius. And this is exactly where all these uh, negative energies used to be stuck. And so Qigong and breastwork help you to completely release. The same as an aspirin helps you to be vasoconstricted, to vasodilated the vessel. It's the same, same stuff. Just that breathwork comes from within, comes from a practice and not like the aspirin, like the external thing, which is again, one yeah. of another major mindset or belief system like i go to the doctor and there's the external solution like i don't even just briefly like COVID, it's the same thing the vaccine and it will save us like just it's ingrained into western medicine the doctor is the one who will heal me and not very traditional one like the body's doing the healing the healing has to come from within which is a very interesting thought if you if you are open to think about it especially thinking about yeah either way what i'm wanting to touch on is going a little bit into like your journey with what kind of fear did you mention i've suffered when i was a kid with agoraphobia and claustrophobia so What's basically that? agoraph ag latin it's like with people People surrounded me, like crushing me, like I couldn't be able to go to a musical fest, music festival, a cancer, a concert, a concert, or or anything like that. And it was very tricky for me too with the uh, small spaces. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's all about it's it's all about the shift. And you're right. If you hurt yourself and you you hurt yourself, that will be a big of an inflammation. Inflammation is one of the, the the most magical reaction your body can create. Inflammation is here to bring nutrient and to bring blood flow into the painful region. And yet people are paying paracetamol to reduce that inflammation, which is the complete opposite of the natural healing process. So as you mentioned, it's very true. You have it within yourself, but that's a bit off topic. But yeah, I suffer with agoraphobia and claustrophobia. And, and for that, it helped me massively. I fully overcome it. And yeah. 
with what I'm doing now, which is good. Mm. So you fully overcome it. Basically, all you did is go to the Qigong practice or what, so, what does your process look like? Where, no, where would no, no, I start? No, was, yeah. yeah, okay. So um, I fully overcome it with, uh, basically with breastwork and Qigong, yes. But back in that time, I didn't have, once again, I didn't have internet and all the, I couldn't just Google something like agoraphobia, how to treat it. And you have like a millions of answers. So back in that time, it was me, myself and I with the question of where, where, where should I start it? So the only thing I was started to do is implementing the breastwork that I've learned myself. And it works not only for, for fears and agoraphobia and everything, it worked for boosting. It could be millions of benefits that I, I, we have from Qigong and breastwork combined, uh, sleeping, Im, Im, immunology, like the immune system and stuff. Mm. But for me, it's very much like um, I started to breathe better and by breathing better, I actually decrease the front lobe thought because um, for your audience, you can have about four to six thoughts stuck in the front lobe. That, that is the one that you think constantly. So if you go to bed and you look at the ceiling, you will notice if you put a paper, even for a month, that it will be always the same five, four to six thoughts, the same over and over and over and over. And by reducing, uh, by breathing and, and combining with Qigong, you're doing nothing more than a, um, active meditation. Uh, it's just what we're doing with my work is, is pretty much active meditation. Uh, meditation is a very, very uh, interesting um, uh, topics because I've traveled many, many times to Nepal, Northeast India. I've been in, in China, obviously in, in Japan. Uh, in Western, a lot of people in Orient, uh, in, in, the, in the Asia, Southeast Asia or Asia believe that we Western people are more um, resting, seated rather than meditate, meditating. I think meditation could be, it could be tricky because it's very, very, very difficult. It's a very complex. Uh, uh, I mean, I've, I've tried meditation for years, like all of these monk or, or, or young guys in China, they don't care. We didn't care back in that time to meditate. You don't meditate when you're 20 years old. It's, it's just a joke. When you're 20 years old, you want to go to club, hang out with girls, listen techno music in Berlin, and you're happy, you know? So, uh, but the reality is meditation is a very tricky time. And I think by practicing about three years, I would say maybe three times I had the, the opportunity to literally let the thought flow for 10, 15 minutes. And that was my max ever. The rest is resting. And this is, this is one of the key with meditation is very, very, is very hard. It's amazing reward, but it takes years and years of practice. So I wanted to implement something that can help people without having to um, jump into martial arts. So I don't teach martial arts. I don't teach Qigong. I mix modern and Western, uh, Western and, and, and Eastern and modern and traditional technique to help you within a short uh, uh, time to have enough tools to control those front lobe thought and this constant washing machine, which is nothing more than nonstop uh, messages, frequencies. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like, especially we touched on it in the beginning, I worked a lot with ADHD people. So then telling someone like this, just meditate, it's always the same, I can't do it. But that's where breath work and moving meditation, you mentioned it, come in, like yeah. just being true game changer, like just A, doing meditation, like after you already have in nature, having some kind of hike, so with already are like much more in that kind of meditative state. And then doing like simple box breathing, for example, four seconds yeah. inhalation, four great. seconds hold, yeah. four seconds exhale, yeah. to like ease into that. Breath work is, is it's something very interesting. It's interesting because we know that what plays a huge role in recovery for people with mental health issue or even body issue 
is play with the uh, um, O2 oxygen and dioxide uh, carbon dioxide, so CO2. We know that I'm, I'm doing free diving for nearly. We, we, we know that when you uh, CO2 is rising up, this is where you have a very, very interesting state of mind. And this is something uh, key here. There's a lot, I've seen a lot of guys uh, trying to help people overcoming um, any sort of mental health by making what we call hyperventilation, you know, <laughs> that creating a, a CO2 rising and the cells are not able to catch the oxygen. So what's happening, you are getting into a very strange, you know, lightheaded uh, state of mind. And obviously emotion rise up. Mm. The emotion that rise, I want to, I really want, if I have the opportunity today to tell your audience, it has nothing to do with you expelling new feelings. No, it is just you having a CO2 rising, right? So this is not how you can overcome it. You, you, I mean, it's not going to work. What will work though, is to learn how to play with, you talk about the, 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 the square box, the square box, the last one is the most important one because the last one is the uh, retention with empty lungs. So playing with the retention, hopefully helping your cells to absorb the, the oxygen and yourself to let it go the CO2 is a very interesting process because that only where you can have your salt completely down. If you are, and you can control that. Uh, let's take an example of freedivers. All of you guys probably went into the water and the water and feel this when you want to breathe and you're like running up to the, to the surface. Free professional freedivers manage those spasm 100 times. You guys usually have one and you're feeling like you're going to die. You know, when you go deep and you, you look up and you're like, fuck, it's, it's too high. The surface is too high. I won't, I won't do that. And you start to have the first, you, you, you're panicking. Freedivers manage 100. And this is exactly the, 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 the core of my work. When you go close to a food, a food store or it smells food and you want to eat and you start to have these symptoms on your stomach, like it's, you know, this... Uh, um, sound you can even hear you like what I'm starting that is just a fake signal from your brain to your body to say wait it's time to eat before we get into full deprivation it's very important it's key here to understand the brain is such a smart machine that is or it sends you definitely be careful get that this is a spasm because we need oxygen fast find a surface but in reality you don't need oxygen the same as you don't need to eat at the precise moment when you feel starving it is just your mind because your brain works way before you feel it's too late so it has a very is triggering the security the safety mode way before it's your life is in danger way before and this is the reason why you feel starving you don't need the food technically you can live days without the food but actually your brain said oh i don't want to reach that point get the food now, send you electric signal, body send electric signal back by having this feeling on the stomach. So what I'm saying is, is the core of, of the work I'm doing is to teach people to get into this zone and to feel stronger, to have a better, it boosts self-confidence. It will obviously boost hormones, uh, natural production, especially melatonin for the people that lack of sleep. Qigong is a big helper for that or, or blood pressure because of the uh, parastamol effect that we can have naturally this is really key here naturally so as for the meditation i think it's great if you incorporate breastwork into it yeah you can increase i'm sure you can increase um a visualization plus breastwork you can increase a, a, a tons of of it's, it's unbelievable i help a, a client of mine um uh, her father passed away 
and uh, she was very in trauma. We incorporate, for example, let's say the box one, uh, we incorporate the breastwork and it was a, uh, she visualized a road with a father on the other side. The breast in were the way she crossing the road. The, um, when she grabbed the uh, full lungs and she make um, hair retention, she was thinking what she gonna say to her father. When she released it, she was expressing what she wanted to say to her father. Mm -hmm. And the empty lungs were the part that she remembered the benefits and the positive out of it on the way back, crossing back the road. That visualization helped her to basically keep the most important part, which is the positive slash benefit part of that talk with her father, even though he passed away. Because the CO2 rising slowly helps your thought to calm down and help your brain to focus on into only one thought specifically. So she now have a very positive and, and you know, very positive uh, relationship with her father, even though he passed away. So she increased the positivity. And it's, it's very important. And doing meditation by itself, I think it's, it's, it takes years. I'm not even able to do that. And I did 23 years of martial arts. Yeah. yeah, it's a tricky one, but I, but I really absolutely love that um, visualization technique. Never heard of that yeah. because it's not only visualization, but visually, visualization coupled with these bodily signals. We talked about the CO2 rising, yes. the oxygen levels. I can see how powerful that, that combination can be. And as you mentioned, like it's interesting to just see how your body reacts when we have this like hyperventilation, same with Wim Hof. Yeah. So you, your body shuts down that frontal law because it says like, oh, we need to save a little bit and you get to that little bit psychedelic state where it's like more interconnecting yeah. thing, things arising because the, the part in your brain that normally controls it no it doesn't control it anymore so you have absolutely things Winhoff is good thing Winhoff is, is good thing because he's not playing too much on the hyperventilation he's doing pretty much the same job as me in a bit of a different way he's marketing guy now but yeah. but whatever it's a great job what i'm saying is you should avoid is those yoga slash whatever therapist that make you hyperventilated and then tell you to repeat, I'm feeling good today, think about it. And you start to cry and you believe that's because of the coach. It is nothing to do of that coach. The coach is doing nothing but bringing you a CO2 level to such a high that you're starting to be acidic. And then obviously you start to have some, some feeling and you could cry. So it, it just just make try to make a difference between uh, uh, between that and, and what is real breastwork. Breastwork is a very tricky thing. Um, it's it's deep, yeah. and and it it takes it takes some work. I mean, it takes some work, literally. Yeah, absolutely. Work. Especially since it's so broad, so many people. There's so many different techniques, like with yoga, run nostril in, the other in, the mouth and poses, and so many variations that people, like in any other thing, sometimes lose the big picture. They have like all these fancy techniques, absolutely, and super simple things absolutely. like box breathing, like the Wim Hof basic principle: over breathing and then the breath hold. Don't do that because they are like, they're, they're fancy, whatever, next new fantastic technique. Yeah, all of this is hormones production. It's hormone production. It's like the, the key of the core of that work. Uh, but I do, I do other things. I, I also play a lot with nutrition that I've been studying for 10 years. But about the out of subject about the nutrition, the, the, the breast work helps you to increase dopamine, serotonin, and to release cortisol. And then once you know how to release cortisol, release, and what I'm saying release means also to control it, you can literally live into a state of mind which is more positive than negative. You know, anxiety and chronic stress and, and, and even agoraphobia, I was part of it. So it's, it's unbelievable because you know that you can just do that and it's done. But, but you don't know why you can't do that. But you know the, the solution, but you're not applying it. And this is why the, the, the connection, the brain and, and body 
uh, electric signal is disconnect because you're smart enough, even the kids will understand that, you know that it's, you just need to stop thinking, but you just can't control it. Mm. And my work is to figure out which each person individually, I never do group class because I do what I call the assessment call because everyone is different. It depends on your lifestyle. It depends on your external, internal stress factor. And then when we understand what might be the cause, we can work on something. Um, I had one of my clients, she suffered a lot with body shaming, a lot of body shaming. And the core of the work we did was more like a posture work because she had a very, you know, all of these people that usually have this rounded shoulder technically tends to have a lot of things in their back, a lot of pain in their back. And by playing with the posture, she now feels better, not only because she looked better, but also because the energy flow better mm. and she massively decreased uh, uh, the negative thought just by changing the posture. So all of those Xanax and all of this uh, Lexomil, uh, in US, you guys don't have that, but in, 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 in Europe we do, but it's a different name. It does, doesn't matter. Also the Pram and all this family mm. of drugs cover what it was just a problem of just feeling yourself and having a better body rea uh, body uh, image uh, relation. That's all. So sometimes yeah. the cause is very different. So there's no one program that fits all. It's so important to reconnect with your body, to listen to your body, to your intuition. That's, that's one major thing that, that came up for me. Like I really, while doing that kind of movement practices, learning more about my body, like my intuition also improved, like in terms of all things, like basically business or, or people, you just listen more to your body and it's like in tremendous benefits. And one thing I wanted to touch on with Wim Hof that you already mentioned, which is quite interesting for me because I've been playing around with that for a while. Basically, two of his main pillars, like the ice bath and the breathing after the hyperventilation, the breath hold, is both you're sending your body a stress signal, but you're trying to be yeah. calm in that uncomfortable situation. And Absolutely. training that um, is one of the key things, which I noticed yeah. it's quite challenging for me. Like I've been doing Wim Hof for a long time, but especially with the breath hold. Sometimes there are periods that I'm able to increase. Sometimes there are periods where it's like stagnating. Obviously, there are, are you doing dry? Are you doing dry breath hold? Yeah, dry in the air. Yeah. You're yeah. not doing it in the water. Okay. Mm, yeah, that's but, what but, I wanted to touch on now. Like in terms of your freediving, oh, yeah. what what kind oh, of yeah. techniques? Big do you difference. There? Big big difference. Uh, if I were you, but but first for the Wim Hof, just to to cover that subject quickly, people are now discovering Wim Hof. Yeah, for all your audience, it's something that makes me. It's very surprised for me. People discover Wim Hof and the effect of the, the call. Now on YouTube, everyone talked about the effect of the call. But what about, and they're like, oh, it's a new trend. But it's exactly the same as a sauna. <laughs> a sauna is the exact same thing that exists for millions, I mean, thousand years in a Northern country, in Central Europe, or even in Germany. Uh, but, but there's nothing new under the sun. It's just, as you mentioned, it's true making your body into a stress mode and control that stress. So your brain, instead of, instead of seeing the, the life threatening here and start to send you signal like, oh, I need breath or, oh, I need to eat or whatever, or I need hot because it's cold, making it far, yeah? So you have this gap, which is actually where you're getting stronger. So Wim Hof is nothing, is exactly the same as sauna. It's just people, same for the interval fasting, intermittent fasting. Oh, mm. it's great. It's 16 hours. I never took a breakfast for 20 years. And do I'm an intermittent fasting trendy guy? No, naturally, I never took a breakfast. The number one people in the world with these studies are Russian and German. Actually, German are the number one in the world. You guys have uh, uh, places where you can fast for, for months if you want. And it's, it's, it's very well organized with doctor. But to answer your, uh, your first question, I would definitely try underwater. 
that's a big difference. Why? Because dry apnea is way different than when you have the water. First, because the water is make you completely in a state of mind, which is more like in you know in the, in the air, in sort of a, on on the sky, literally on a cloud. So it's just a nice feeling. Plus, you have this the touch. It brings you another senses, which is the water going into uh, your skin. So it brings a complete different touch. Uh, why water? Because when the water go up to the chicks, you start to have the diving effect, automatic, like a mammifers, like all these mammals. Once you have water on the skin, you put your head into a skin, you have an automatic reflex done by your brain, which you don't have in the air. So I will try, I will try that. Um, I'll definitely try that. And I will definitely try to go to lake, cold lake. Like it's, it's one of the best things. But without breast work, just don't do it. Don't watch a YouTube video of Wim Hof and technique and jump into a lake. But I would say after one month, you can definitely be into the lake. After one month, I've seen people increasing from 2.5 minutes to five minutes breast hold. Easy. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very, it's a, in a role you need to do to play with the stretching. You Stretching plays a huge role here. You need to play with the fascia. You need to play with the visualization. Freediver visualize a lot before a dive. Uh, if you go to Egypt to see a, a world championship, they visualize it. They visualize the dive. It's all about visualization. Yeah, I'll definitely yeah, try powerful. that. And I definitely am coming from a place which is like my breathing was super fucked up. I already had like a deviated septum surgery corrected. Yeah. And I noticed like my CO2 tolerance was super high. Like I'm breathing like much too high frequency, too much breath. So breathing really has been a big game changer. But yeah. yeah, we talked a lot about the breath, Qigong. One of the, the few core lessons that you've learned that you're looking back really like, yeah, oh. that's one of the most important oh, things. The, I the, wish. The, oh, the most important things, everyone, everyone is capable of making changes, both in his mind and body, everyone. There's not even a single person that tell me, oh, I just can't. Yes, everyone. It would be a different sort of pillar you need to change. It could be your nutrition. It could be your posture. It could be your breathing. It could be the energy flow. It could be tons of things or hormones, product, natural production, but everyone is able to do steps. And the problem of nowadays, big, big, big subject, that's what I learned after 23 years in this field, is everyone wants everything now, <laughs> capital N. It's unbelievable. Everyone wants things now. Some people, they reach out to me. Hey, can you, can you teach me the split, uh, you know, uh, before summer? Because it looks cool. But mm. summer is in two months. How do you want me to teach you the split? How do you want, how do you want me to be someone that can tell you, I'm going to help you to overcome anxiety fully? No, no, I can't. Neither no one can truly. You will have setbacks. But I can give you tools that you can implement in your life to be independent with your fear. So what I do now after 23 years is, is or, or if you want a 10 years suffering from those type of fears, is I'm living peacefully with them. And I see them a very different way. I, I see anxiety and agoraphobia and claustrophobia as a gift for me. And this is the reason why I'm living peacefully with them. Are, are they out of my body? Like you taking a, a pill, so you have a, a disease and it's out? No. No, I'm still having I'm still having them like 99% of the people. It is just like your brain uh, put them into a container of a happy container that will be smaller and smaller. And eventually you will have it somewhere in your brain and hopefully you won't have setbacks. But I see them positively. Without those fears, I will never be with you talking. Without those agoraphobia and claustrophobia, I will never be online having the time to do uh, things that I want to do. Uh, without them, I will never learn uh, martial arts professionally, you know? So 
at the end of the day, it's I think it's a very mindset, it's a mind shifting, mm. but also you have a lots of tools that you can learn to, and not just that, once again, for people that suffer with body shaming, with uh, self-confidence, everything, you can play a lot. You can play a lot. I've, I've, I helped a client, he had problem to uh, talking with girls and it was nothing more than this confidence that he just lost and the breathing that he had was very much on the up chest breast, yeah? So chest breast is someone like, you know, when you have some fear, like, like bah, you, you tend to, to block the top. And he just had to learn how to, and therefore the energy is stuck and can't go properly. So he was just learning how to breathe properly with the plane, with the diaphragm. We did a lot of stretching exercises. And now his posture naturally changes both mentally, but also the mindset, but also the body. It changed the ways he's talking. He's more talking with his hand, more, more confidence, more you know, more self-esteem. And that changed the vision those women have from him. So it works better for him. So it's, it, seems, it seems irrelevant for a lot of people, but everyone can, can feel a change, even if it's baby step per day. Don't, don't expect to have everything now. Mm. I mean, yeah, couldn't agree more. And that's the beauty of what I see when working with entrepreneurs. So many are already in that growth mindset. And if you have the, the awareness that it takes some time, that you put in the work now and the little habits and the little things every day, and eventually all the improvements will accumulate and will like, mm. often we see exponential growth. It's like so beautiful to see like, you yeah. mentioned it, like the mindset thing, the commitment of doing the work first, one of the, the major factors here. Yeah. And I, I've seen people with a lot of mental health and having millions of dollars. So just don't get me wrong. This is, is good to have a million dollars, but if you really don't know what to do with a hundred dollars, you're fucked with a million. <laughs> so in other words, in other words, it's just like everyone wants everything. Now, are you ready at 24 years old to be a millionaire as an entrepreneur? I've talked to those guys. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're feeling like something changed. They're feeling their friendship relationship changed. They're feeling, am my girlfriend here just for the money or for me? Uh, these friends are uh, they coming for my dinner because of of the the, the money or of the the flying mm. the travel? So they start to ask them questions they never had previously, and this is the reason why uh, a lot of countries, the third world countries like Afghanistan, uh, all these places in India, they have less uh, Xanax consumption than we do. It's it's simple. Yeah, absolutely. Like the mindset and the hedonic treadmill that you touched on is also so we always get used to it. Now we have that, that new apartment or that, that new fancy food. And then it's the next thing that's so gratitude, being focused on the way, working with your body and taking taking joy in the simple things. It's such, yeah. such a game changer, really. Great. But it's great. It's great to talk to people like you that don't have this, obviously don't have this, um, I want everything now, now. You know, I've, I've talked to so many people and and at the end of the day, they, they, they're writing that they want to help the other, but they just want to help themselves, which is mm -hmm. the funny thing out of it. They just yeah. want to help themselves. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, um, for me, I kind of overcame this because like my ADHD brain was super wired of like woo, consulting and power and always like super impatient. But then like looking at the old texts and the Stoics and reflecting and realizing like, oh, this is really not the, the way to go forward because it's always just a chasing, always you'll never be content. So it's happy that but you have you have a you have a very a very interesting thing because what you what you have like the what they call the pathology is very interesting because you have a, an a greater sensibility mm. and a greater sensibility obviously mean that you react better to programs people relationship uh in a, in a good way but it could be also in a bad way but but if you try to see the half of the the glass uh, full not empty 
it's an amazing thing to have hypersensibility uh, because those people, like I guess you, can really help people because you feel what they went through because, because you went through, you know? I mean, it's the same with me when people come with some fear and I'm telling them what I lived when, when I was sometimes uh, getting into a plane, boarding, and at the boarding to go to transatlantic flight, I told the steward, look, I, I just can't make it. And I was boarding, so I make the check-in, take my ticket, put my bags into, you know, everything. I just get into the boarding, get into the aircraft, and I say, look, I can't. And that day, I really thought something was very, very wrong. And the woman was like crazy because I had to delay 20 minutes of plane with 350 people inside because they need to remove the luggage, find the luggage, I don't know. I said, I just can't make the plane. It's just impossible. I couldn't take the plane. So, oh. you know, yeah. I went through that. And you go to some psychotherapist after all, and they said, no, it's fine. Just change your mindset. Repeat that you're a happy person. You have space. You want to tell them, that you are you joking? Because I, I found myself talking better with someone that experienced the same as I did. Me big yeah. time. Yeah, it's crazy. Like when you don't see how the mind works and it's just like this feedback cycle, it's like the fear and the anxiety, it's not rational at all, but yeah. it just keeps, keeps improving, keeps ending yeah. up, especially if they're like traumatic experiences. So starting to work on them, starting to learn the tools makes a big difference. And yeah, in terms of your point, 100% with my sensibility, like being in a lot of cities and environments was really challenging. But now, especially like digital nomad, like where I'm living here, it's just surrounded by nature. So I don't have this overwhelm. And then it's really a very convenient thing. As you mentioned. So it's all about perspective and also the right environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right environment. I fully agree. But everyone, once again, everyone can recover. It could be step, baby step. But look, look, look where you were one year ago. Like generally, ask yourself, people, wh wh where were you one year ago? What did you do within one year for yourself? Majority of the people, they will tell you not, not much. So, but, but the problem is you tell them it's going to take you three months or four months or six months working together. They're like, oh, but that uh, six months is a long time. Yeah, but you already have two times six months, which is a year where you did not do much. Six months is nothing in a lifetime, especially nowadays. The lifespan is like nearly 90 years old. Six months is nothing, but that can literally change the way you are and the way you, you, you are toward the other as well, because that, that's a key point here that we tend to forget. You are the result of, 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 of the, the people that you know. Yeah. So the, the question that I would love to ask the people is, would you like to hang out with yourself nowadays? How do you feel to hang out with yourself? How do you feel to date yourself? If you were meeting a guy like you or a girl like you, would you date yourself? And this is a very interesting question I asked myself many, many, many years ago. Uh, do I really want to hang out with myself now? Sometimes you'll be surprised of mm. the answer, which are 90% negative. So change that. But then again, asking the right questions is powerful if you then take action from that insights that you gain from asking the question. Absolutely. Questions. So yeah. Yeah, Jocelyn, amazing. Thanks for being here. Really enjoyed Thank the conversation. So, so where, if, if people want to get in touch with you, where can they find you? Um, I'm usually I'm usually uh, um, uh, using my uh, a Facebook as a as a website. Technically, I'm posting content. People get into my ecosystem, and I keep posting content that uh, uh, um, relate to um, hopefully to what they, they they want to change. And they can always send me a, a DM me a message. Yeah, perfect. I will just put the link in the show notes so people can find you. Besides right, thank that, you so much. thanks for being a guest on the show. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today on the Entrepreneurial Brain Podcast. 
If you like the show, please take a minute to review our show on iTunes or any other podcast platform. This will help me a ton to reach a bigger audience with the podcast, but also the most important thing to really get world-class leaders, world-class performers, experts, scientists, and ultimately just create amazing episodes with a lot of value for you. Thanks in advance for your support. My name is Maurice, and I will see you on the next show of the Entrepreneurial Brain Podcast.